0: You're listening to the People's Wrestling Podcast with your host, Ali Bunker.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the People's Wrestling Podcast. And I am your host, Ali Bunker, obviously, joined this week by Aiden Bunker. Aiden, how are you? All right, yeah. Good to know. Matt Bumby, you're on the phone. Two weeks in a row, eh?
0: Hello. Like old times. You have to start paying me for this shit.
1: <laughs> uh, we we don't have budget for that. Um oh, okay. You how are you doing? You've been on a little holiday this week.
0: I have been on a little holiday.
1: A little uh, trip was, away with yeah. this, with the so. Significant oh
0: right <laughs> did, you, did you like my picture of my new 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 best mate?
1: What your uh, your little seagull friend? Yeah, he kept coming in every day. Yeah. <laughs> There's a particular photo of you that I like with the Seagull. <laughs> Myself, selfie with Dave. Just, yeah, just to, with Dave. Nice that you've named the Seagull. Um, yeah, you went to Cornwall, didn't you? Yeah, it was all right. You've never it been to Cornwall all before, all right. have you? You've never been to Cornwall before, have you? Nah, never. <laughs> not, not this year, anyway. <laughs> not this year, no. Um... Yeah, but did you have a nice time? Did you, do you feel relaxed?
0: Um, Apart from all the
1: driving, yeah, I do feel relaxed. Yeah, it's a bit of a... Yeah. Imagine like,
0: it's a hefty good drive. Good to
1: but... get away. Good, good. Well, hopefully you've come back refreshed with a nice positive, at- positive attitude towards wrestling, right?
2: That was a good heel
1: laugh. Yeah, it was a very good heel laugh. I feel like you could perfect that. But yeah, so positive yeah. attitude, right? Yeah.
0: Oh, I yeah. sense, I sense positive sarcasm. Attitude. I sense
1: the sarcasm. Right, so, well... I haven't really... It's not been... We haven't done a news segment for a long, long time. And there hasn't really been much news around. Uh... In recent times. I mean, the last massive news I can think of was... Uh, I guess we didn't really talk about it, did we? But the death of Ashley Masaro.
3: Yeah, well, we really I suppose that. we I
1: could. We didn't do an episode around that time. But like, what, what big is going on? Like outside of the actual TV products that we see. Well, I mean,
3: we most of our news stories tend to be quite negative.
1: Yeah. So I suppose on the Ashley
3: subject, we could talk about Mick Foley, and he, how he. Uh, help set up a um, like a GoFundMe kind of page to help uh, Ashley's daughter. Yeah, totally for that
0: as well. Because and they've uh, he the have
1: to do what he's doing. Is this the um, yeah? So he set up a page, and also didn't he say that if someone donates a certain amount, he'll come and watch like if raw you donate, or I think or a pay per view with them.
3: One thousand or five thousand? I think it was one thousand dollars.
1: Mm. Yeah, he'll in f- America like, ed- or Canada? Oh, I think he,
3: did he not say just anywhere?
1: No, I think he said North no. America and Canada.
3: Um, but yeah, I think they've. Um, I might be massively. I'm just guessing off the top of my head, but from what I saw the other day, I think they've raised so far about over 80 grand, mm. um, which is all... miles above their 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 uh, target. I'm so. assuming that's mainly from fans. Yeah, I I would imagine a mixture of fans and wrestlers. Yeah, I know Mickey James has been big on it as well. Mm. Um, yeah, so yeah, here we go. I'm pleased to report that our sale. Our sale raised thirty-one thousand dollars, far more than I was expecting. This brings our total for the Squared Circle Sisters fund past eighty-three thousand.
1: So eighty-three so, yeah. thousand dollars—that's a hell of a total. Well that's, done, Mick. It's good going, Mick. Well, legend.
0: But like, even if like you didn't really like know her or care for her or anything, I mean that's quite cheap to have an ex-wrestler come round to your house
3: you donate 5 well, all right <laughs> if you donate $5000 to the squared circle sisters fund for Rashi's daughter i'll fly or drive anywhere in the us or canada watch raw smackdown or a pay-per-view or all elite wrestling with you and up to 10 friends no auction if you donate 5k i come over wonder if anyone did
0: i, I imagine I they would I have, had a little bit more money
1: i think like people I would, would have. Have, people may may have like joined together and now you can go watch it with all of them, you know?
3: Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I think Foley's changed his profile picture on Twitter, by the way. To what? The picture of the 24-7 Championship oh, title. Right. <laughs> and his header is him holding it up. <laughs> the Seven Eleven title, by the way. The 24-7 European UK TV <laughs>
1: Championship. Um, other can we
0: talk about this first of all? Yeah. What do we think of it? 24-7. The title? Yeah.
3: Fucking love it. Best thing they've done in years.
1: How about you?
0: I'm a little bit torn. You can Although be it can me a bit hokey and a bit silly. I don't know how far it can go before it gets repetitively and boring.
3: Yeah, it'll have to evolve. It can't constantly be this whole... Uh, I feel like if if it wasn't R-Truth with the title um, in the first few weeks of its existence, it probably wouldn't be being talked about at the moment. I feel like R-Truth's... And guys like Drake Maverick as well have been a really...
0: uh, Yeah, their social media has been brilliant.
3: Yeah. And a lot of the segments, they've just been different and innovative. And yeah, they've been a bit silly and a bit stupid. Um, But I mean... We at least got to see EC3 speak words from his mouth this week. (laughs) Yeah,
1: well, I don't know where else he'd speak them from. I
3: genuinely can't think of the last time that happened. I don't know if it has happened yet in WWE (laughs) because he went through his mute phase at the the beginning.
1: Yeah, EC3's a weird one. don't know what they're doing, but he seems to have found a little bit of a place in this little 24-7 title
3: but, I mean, everyone's against it. You see the referee holding him back before Carmella dragged Truth back into that elevator, which was broken, by the way, so I don't know where they are expecting to go. Mm, that's true. Um, but yeah, even the referee was holding him back. I mean, I can't imagine EC3 would have a lot of trouble removing
0: <laughs> a referee from his pocket.: Maybe
1: it's a metaphor. Yeah, maybe.
0: <laughs> um, I'm waiting for Carmella to screw him over.
1: Happy Valentine. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. And under. Um I don't know what Corey would say about that. Um yeah. Wowie I mean, wowie <laughs> Uh yeah, I mean it's something that a lot of people I think are expecting.
3: The, the online content that's been put out has been worth it so far.
1: Yeah, I mean the stuff that's been on T V I would I would argue has been probably a little bit too hokey. But the stuff that's on social media, is less. It's a bit more stripped back. A little, a little less scripted. Um, like the one on the plane. My favourite
0: has to be the plane. Yeah,
1: I thought the one on the plane was brilliant. Yeah. How good was uh, him checking everybody under the blankets and then just seeing um, Mojo just like, staring, staring into space. <laughs> that's like the best thing Mojo's done ever At the same in time. his life.
3: When, when you look at the way that it's been lately why would you want that title
1: <laughs> I no! know just as as Truth has said this yeah. Seven Eleven 11 title is rude as life
3: I, I would have a bit less of the everyone going for it at once thing I'd, yeah. I'd slim slim down the crew a bit um yeah, like went, this week, it was just Ginder, uh, World yeah. SmackDown.
1: Anyway, it was just Jinder and. We really need to maybe do that a bit more. Just focus on one person. Like they did, they started with Drake Maverick. Like I guess he kind of did it himself with social media and stuff.
3: Yeah, well, that that apparently
1: really, um,
3: really impressed them. Mm. Like he went even backstage at the shows, just putting up these flyers unbeknownst to everyone. <laughs> and like some someone someone higher up found one and was just like, "What's this?" And yeah, brought him in, and yeah, they loved it. Um,
1: Don't get just, over on your own.
3: yeah i personally would like drake maverick to never win this title yeah that would be good (laughs) not because i dislike him or anything like that
1: just because it'd be funny but then like so kind of back to matt's point how far does this go how long does it last because it can't last forever surely
3: well i mean you never run out of 24 7
1: time i know but they can't they can't produce no i know content like twice a week minimum that but, is decent well yeah for this title
3: but they've been trying to do that for the last like 30 something years with like
1: the wwe championship yeah but i mean that like, every, every single week this title is gonna be like at some point truth is gonna encounter someone who wants to pin him for his title yeah. i'll, be, oh, I, I'll be really interested to see how they do it but i just don't know how long it can last
3: yeah, there does seem to be a spike in the activities on Mondays and Tuesdays, though.
1: What? And they do however <laughs> yeah. many live events a week. Well, they're all in the same place. Maybe because there's a lot of stuff we don't see. Maybe. I kind of thought, um, when the title when the title was going back and forth from Truth quite a lot, I thought maybe the concept would be that Truth loses the title every week, but by the end of the show, he's <laughs> he he managed but... to win it back somehow.
3: Well, I'd, I'd like to see... Um truth, keep losing it and keep winning it to the point where he wins it seventeen times yeah. and then proclaims that he's better than Rick Flair. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah. Well he's not far off now, what was he five? Five I think. Yeah. yeah,
3: Jesus. Um so yeah, and to answer your question. Yeah, and you know he went all the way out to Saudi Arabia. And um it was only just before the show started when they decided that um they can't put him in the battle royal because supposedly everyone would be gunning for him and trying to get the title. but That could have been funny. Yeah, well they could have He you know, like could have eliminated himself Running away from yeah, exactly. right? you Yeah, well, They could have, have just awesome. suspended the rules Or something But they flew him all the fucking way Out to Saudi Arabia The same way they did with Natty and
1: Alexa And it didn't use him Yeah I don't That's know why true. they flew Natty and Alexa out
3: Because they were trying to get him to have a match They were trying to be allowed to have a match
1: Oh, were they? Yeah Why them two? It's just...
3: good, good Inoffensive, women. blonde <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Alexa Bliss has wrestled in the Middle East before That's true
0: Nah, generally Sasha quite covered available
1: up. Available you are saying that because
0: Sasha Banks ain't available anymore. Maybe <laughs> I haven't seen much of nay
1: lately. No, I haven't seen nay for ages since Money in the Bank. There's a lot of people we could say that about.
0: Yeah, there is a lot of people that you haven't seen in a long time. Asuka, Kyrie,
3: Sane. Yeah, I the Viking that. Raiders. The
1: Viking Raiders, what well, they were on Super Showdown. Nakamura
3: and Rose. Uh, Nakamura and Rusev. Again on Super Showdown. Sheamus. Injured. Yeah, but
1: I'm, I'm not counting a fucking 50-man battle royal. Seamus <laughs> was injured, right? Um, I don't know.
0: I've heard he's done.
1: Well, we have, we heard this a lot, like, probably about a year ago, didn't we, that um, Seamus had a, a similar condition to what Edge had in his spine. Spinal stenosis. that, you know, anymore could cause permanent damage to him and stuff. But he went for a whole year of, like... It, pretty intense physical activity. And there was a little time where you thought, oh, he, he seems to be taking a little bit of a backseat in the bar tag team and maybe not taking so many bumps.
3: Yeah, well, we thought when you got eliminated from the 2018 Royal Rumble after one second, I turned to you and went, "Seamus is done then. Yeah. And
1: then here we are a year and a
3: half later and he's still been tearing it up.
1: Well, not quite for the last six months, but...
3: Since WrestleMania. He's only been gone since Wrestle- the A couple days after WrestleMania. Yeah, I
1: guess so. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of talent in the WWE who we just don't see a lot of. No. Um, but then you can't see everybody every week, and that's... that's but we see
3: the... two hours of Shane a week at the moment.
1: Well, yeah, I get... So this probably leads us on to the wider conversation that I guess we want to have, whereby um, we you sent a message out this afternoon just saying, are we recording tonight? And I said, yeah, and Matt wasn't very enthusiastic about recording because, in his words, the product is shit. Um... But in his iPhone's words, the product is shot. <laughs> no, that bit was right. It was the next bit. But um, so what I guess I wanted to do was, Matt, for you to come on and uh, present to us why you think things aren't going so great, what maybe you would do to change them, what specific things don't you like, and uh, and yeah, see if we agree or disagree.
0: in the ring shall
1: we? Uh, before you start shall we um, buckle up
0: <laughs> no, it's not too bad it's not too bad ok so in ring action probably WWE is at its best I would say the wrestling is spot on every week you don't see many botches you don't see many boring matches they're usually quite good matches not got a problem with that. What I would it, just
1: say is you, you've you've said this point up uh, literally five minutes after watching the Undertaker Goldberg. <laughs>
0: yeah, I just, just finished that and that was a botch fest. I admit, but them two, I wouldn't put into the category of modern day wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Them two um, lost it a few years ago. Yeah, I would. I would agree with that. And should never have come back.
3: I think Goldberg lost it about a minute before the match started
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah to be fair in the previous run I've got a problem the problem I have at the minute is storylines being repeated the same matches being repeated I just feel like back in the day you wouldn't have got like you would have probably got Shane McMahon versus Roman Reigns a couple of times Not every single person with Shane McMahon against Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns beating every single person at the minute. Apart from Shane. I just feel... (laughs) I don't know, I feel it's being repeated, and I feel like talent isn't being used properly. So, we've just mentioned that we haven't seen talent. Why can't can't they be used on a three-hour Raw and a two-hour SmackDown? Yeah. Whereas back in the day, it was a two hour raw, two hour smackdown, and you pretty much got to see the whole roster. Do
3: you know we've seen Shane McMahon wrestle nine matches this year?
0: He's been on every pay per view.
3: He's been on every pay per view. He's been on two smackdowns and a RAW.
1: In terms of matches. In terms of matches. And every smackdown on RAW since probably WrestleMania
3: yeah well yeah he's been he would have been on them yeah um
0: and I feel like I feel like the announcement to yesterday of Chad Gable going to5 they could have used him on the main roster he's yeah. a good enough talent to be on the main roster I feel
3: it's just the um for, for me there's inconsistencies in storylines that's that's one thing and then you also have just a seemingly lack a seemingly lacking lack of plans like cedric alexander gets called up from 205 live doesn't appear hmm. he's what's, only in this 24 7 title stuff right he was a main eventer in 205 live and yeah there might be a bit of a gas ceiling there but yeah. He, he he's been tweeting out lately, saying like, "I miss wrestling. Yeah. Like, I love two or five live." <laughs> <laughs> like, a bit. He fucking have just gone back. But look at Buddy
0: Murphy.
3: Buddy Murphy bloody Buddy Murphy. Our mate. Our oh, mate, Buddy. Our buddy. Well, <laughs> um, like they've done nothing with him. The, the the most he's done since WrestleMania, or after the two or five live after Mania, is face Velveteen Dream in NXT.
1: He was also in the Fifty uh, Man Battle Royal.
3: Oh, he was in that 50-man battle royal. And there was a clip from a house show where he like, he was one of the people chasing after Truth in the ring for the 24-7
1: title. Um, not the position he should be in.
3: Not the position he should be in. Well, WWE put out a post on Instagram the other day with a picture of Alistair Black sitting down. And who should, who should pick a fight with him? And it was um, Randy Orton, Finn Balor, Andrade, I think. Um, who am I talking Buddy Murphy and someone else Um, all of those people are fine not any of them are being used like Finn Balor's the Intercontinental fucking champion
0: not that you'd know yeah
3: not that you'd know I'm going to find that post right
0: in a minute
1: (laughs) (laughs) what <laughs> and well I always found it. But... Who
3: should pick a fight us Alistair Black? Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura. It feels
0: like as well, like the titles mean absolute fuck all at the minute.
1: Yeah, they do seem
3: pretty in that, like especially the, the
0: tag titles.
3: Oh yeah, the tag division, it's fucking awful. But the other people, so it's Randy Orton, Shinsuke, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, Buddy Murphy, and Lars Sullivan. All of those people. Be with the exception of Lance Sullivan, I'd love to see Alistair Black go up against. So that's all
1: I'm about that right now.
3: At the moment, all we've got is him shouting into a light and pretending it's an open door.
1: <laughs> well, so we've touched on a few points here. So first, first one I wanted to say what, what mentioned was about the in-ring stuff, and to to most of your point, I agree. I think the in-ring action even on you no know, most weekly shows is really really good um whether the whether people get the amount of time that they deserve whether certain people get too long in ring uh, each week is another is another point but i think mean, generally uh, things are pretty good um one thing i did notice um and it's generally related to pay-per-views but it did happen on raw i think this week is the increase in the amount of accidental blood like back in the day I feel like maybe the style would have been safer, I don't know. Or maybe wrestlers were just more safe or better trained, but there is an increase in the amount of busted noses, busted lips, split eyebrows. I mean, Seth Rollins got busted open this week, didn't he on Raw? He
3: got a little bit of a cut.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm not talking like masses of blood. I'm talking like you get a bloodied nose or a a bitten lip from someone kicking you in the face, you know, a busted eyebrow. Mm Uh, and we just seem to see these a lot and it seems um, and I'm I'm not talking about the sort of thing that happened with like Goldberg say at Super Showdown where there was a lot of, well a fair amount of blood um, but it just seems like is there a reason for that is it because the way they're working is a bit more risky I'd imagine it's
3: down to the style especially when you see like guys in NXT how uh, like borderline a lot of their stuff is hmm. um, especially when you get guys like Riddle and uh, Roderick Strong and the. Those guys, um,
1: well, they work a bit stiffer and they work a bit a, a stronger style. And... Yeah,
3: it, it's, ba- it's seemingly the the people who've worked on the indies. Yeah, and, and right, you know, guys like your Rollinses and stuff like that as well. Yeah, your AJs.
1: And I'm not like concerned with that really. I think it's it's okay as long as people aren't getting seriously hurt. Yeah, uh, but it's just an observation. I'm sure
3: the the guys and girls in the ring as well are happy with like, or maybe not happy, but they're fine with little cuts and stuff, um, as long as it's not anything serious or anything that can keep him out of the ring mm. because from our perspective as a fan the more real that wrestling can look to others the um Dependent. the less embarrassing it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but the easier it is to believe and suspend your disbelief because some, the amount of time these days um, I'm watching a match and I'll see a spot or uh, like a sequence and stuff and I'm going like that it's like it fucking hurts because mm. I imagine a lot of it does like when i I assumed that when um, Lars Sullivan picked up Kalisto and um, I was just gonna dump him in first on the stairs, him and he just flipped him on his back <laughs> so I literally went oh Jesus <laughs>
1: um, very easy to get wrong on that
3: very easy to get wrong but at the same time landed flat on like a meaty part of his back on a Ring step,
1: everything went fine. Potentially, could have landed on a corner of a ring step.
3: Yeah, and then he proceeded to nearly kill Lindsay Dorado
1: about yeah. thirty seconds later. Yeah, um, but no, I would take your point. that the ring action is better, another point raised is the the storylines and, and the rep- and the repetitiveness of them. Uh, I would agree with that. I think um, I think they're in a bit of a creative black hole at the moment, whereby trying to come up with something new. And it could be a case of people are coming up with them and they're being rejected because we know that there's an audience of one. We hear that so many times. Um, But coming up with something new seems almost impossible for them because they've done so much content. And I'm all right with them rehashing certain things, things that worked well or things that they didn't work well but they want to revisit and make work better. I'm all right with that. Um as it just feels a bit fresh. But when you repeat, it's not a complete Yeah. Rehash. So it has to feel fresh, but and I'm, and that's more things that will happen, you know, in the past, like well in the past. But when you're rehashing feuds that have, you know, feuds that have happened in the last couple of months,
0: then you know, I the get thing, that. The thing for me is like they've seen the way they had, they had booked Roman Reigns previously. The crowd hated it. The crowd did not get over with it. They start making it a little bit better and now they've gone back to exactly the same as they were booking him before.
3: I don't think it's quite exactly the same. I think
0: I can see some subtle differences.
3: Yeah,
1: he, he seems a bit more... Um, a bit relaxed. A, a bit more relaxed. Put it this way, he's not in the main event scene.
3: He's not in the main event scene. He He just seems a bit more like a... A cool badass, rather than a comic superhero, at the moment. I'd say.
0: Mm. Mm.
3: Um, I mean, like he's going to kick ass and take names at the Stomping Ground. He's the only one. It's
0: yeah. no, no Pete Dunn, is he? <laughs> is that a random link. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just
2: watching. Yeah, I was going to say, are you watching UK?
3: Yeah. You, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah my, my I think one of the the bigger annoyances for me in terms of storylines at the moment is just the inconsistency. Well, it's logic, isn't it? It's logic, so, inconsistency. I'm using Alexa Bliss as an example here. Two weeks ago, mm-hmm. she got um, dumped in a puddle of c- coffee by the Iconics, and she was all upset, and she's been friends with Nikki and trying to turn a corner and be a better person. Seemingly all right. Like She's popular with fans, so if she did turn babyface, it would work. Um, and then it was just like the next week, they went, oh, we need a heel challenger for Bailey, who's not... Uh, not charlotte, not charlotte. <laughs> all right alexa bliss yeah but she's on raw wild card really. yeah <laughs> yeah but she's a face <laughs> wild, card. wild card rules in full effect yeah um and yeah it's just like inconsistency literally from one week or one night to the next because she she did that thing with the iconics on monday night Mm-hmm. And then won the triple threat match on mm. Tuesday. As and was a, and was going in on Bailey as, as part a of deal, the segment. Right. And just I just don't <sighs> it really bothers me. It because is. Because it's it... like they don't pay attention or think that we're stupid and we'll forget what happened twenty four hours before.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean imagine like on any other T V show and let's let's be honest, that is what Raw and SmackDown are. They're T V shows essentially. They're like sitcoms, but listen of the coms. They're like soaps, aren't they? Yeah, they're a bit like soaps. <laughs> it's,
3: it's sitcoms without the coms. So it's just a, a situation.
1: It's a situation. <laughs> um, but like you know, imagine on a, a TV show whereby they they did an episode and then the next episode they undid something because they didn't quite like what happened on the on the episode that they did before. It's like you yeah, yeah. it just that just wouldn't happen. You work with it and you make a way to make it make sense. You know, like that's creativity. Like, if, even if something doesn't go well, you have to then be creative to turn the situation around and fix it. You don't just dump it and pretend it didn't happen, because that just makes no sense. Yeah, there's too much of that. Just, right, reset,
3: but no logical reset or no, like... No, um... oh, like, he, here's why this has happened here's, here's why Bobby Roode changed his name to Robert I <laughs> <He> not <hasn't> <laughs> so fucking know here's a video for him explaining why yeah. he just <laughs> said I'm going to be up to but
0: the thing is the <laughs> commentary doesn't he help doesn't... it either because they they explain it like you are sick
3: yeah and it's, it's just
0: yeah and, and the
3: too too heavily produced and scripted because I'm sick of hearing different people say the exact same line in the exact same way. Michael Cole, Tom Phillips. If you want kicking ass and taking names to sound cool, <laughs> stop having Michael Cole say it. Yeah, Because that will instantly instantly kill everything. If, and the, if you and want we, someone
0: to say it, it's got to be Corey.
3: Yeah, and and the way that after Triple H's entrance at, um, in Saudi Arabia, Michael Cole went, it wouldn't be a WrestleMania-type show had a badass entrance from Triple H. Or after WrestleMania, when he made his entrance and went, how cool was that, guys? <laughs> like, it's literally... It couldn't be any more uncool.
0: <laughs> Just shut up, Michael Cole.
1: I think, yeah, like, again, it's hard to go to be too harsh on Michael Cole because he's, he's been there for such job. a long time and he's doing his job at the end of the day. But, like, I imagine he is... hes His character and him aren't too far departed. No, because
3: when he... When he does his just genuine personality, he comes across as a fucking twat.
1: He just does a bit, yeah, you're right, um, bit snark, like, bit snarky, a bit the, like, the like elitist.
3: Is we think that Michael Cole now is bad. He or Michael Cole was genuinely. It got to the point where I I wanted to stop yeah, watching, yeah. not just put it on mute or anything. I genuinely wanted to stop because I just couldn't deal. It was just too much.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I wasn't really watching. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's a few points that you've touched on. Um, in terms of talent being used or, or not being used, as the case may be. Um, so obviously, you mentioned the fact that we used to have a two-hour RAW, and was it even a two-hour SmackDown? I think it was an hour SmackDown, wasn't it? I
0: was going to say an hour, and then I, I, I think maybe the first
3: was it? first couple maybe might have been an hour, but it was two hours for forever. Are you
1: sure. yeah Okay. All right. I'm pretty sure it was an hour, but at least it was an hour on Sky One.
3: Yeah, what
0: it's the hell is
1: going way, on right. here we're discussing yeah, well, like, how long Smackdown was man that's what's going on
0: like back in the um, no I'm sorry some masked man has just turned
1: up at your house
3: <laughs> is it Alexander
0: Wolf no not at my house uh, on
1: on the NXT UK, NXT UK let's see um,
0: oh it's thingy from Sanity Wolfman yeah
1: anyway um, moving on what was I going to say so yeah sorry, so when Raw was two hours and SmackDown was one or two hours, depending on the uh, what you want to believe, um, I still feel like the roster was small enough to allow everybody to shine in that. The roster now has swelled so much that like, if you try to get even three quarters of the people of the roster onto Raw and SmackDown every week, you'd probably be putting them in two three-minute matches Six man tags it all the time, which I know we get a lot oh, of.
3: Too many six man. Uh, tags. It's fucking you know, my head
1: ten down. man tags, ten women tags, like that sort of thing. Battle royals, lumberjack matches. Um, it just, it. I guess it gets to the, you get to the argument of quality over quantity, um, and I,
0: I. Why can't you then have one week? You have this set of roster sort of come on with you've got obviously you have got the main storyline running through it yeah and then the next week they have someone that have a completely different sort of thing but they're still rock so you still like you could see them two weeks out of a month rather than one week if not at all in that month yeah. and we just see too um
3: too much of the same people in the same night yeah there, there was a, a time um the other week where Seth Rollins not only appeared three times on the show, but he he came out to the ring three times. So it's where Brock Lesnar was there, yeah, it was when Brock Lesnar did the dancing and yeah. then something happened in the middle. Kind of it, where he came out and did a promo and then went back, and then he interrupted Sammy during the electric chair segment, which got scrapped and never mentioned again. Which yeah. is another example of just reset. No yeah. reason why, no explanation. Oh, that didn't work. Which um, it was an interesting concept and a good idea, and it, I'd see no reason why it couldn't have worked.
1: Well, I've. to interrupt on that point if you're going to have a segment whereby you focus on getting questions from the WWE universe like at least pick people who can fucking talk why why haven't you you
3: gone universal champion yet yeah (laughs)
1: like fucking hell I'm not surprised it was scrapped based on that none of the times where they've ever gone to the WWE fans to ask questions live has it ever worked out well
3: well the what the little the, the best girl thing about it was that little work. girl tried yeah. to say something else. And then <laughs> Kayla just snapped that I
1: I don't remember that.
3: You remember the little girl who asked about the ginger snaps?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um
3: and he was like, What you asking me about Becky Lynch? Yeah. And she was like, Duh and <laughs> yeah. um, so then he says something and then she goes to say something she goes to like she moves towards the mic and Kayla just goes to his uh, no. <laughs> like completely like no sells it. Expression. <laughs> I'm gonna try and find it.
1: I it, it. don't have to find it. No, I,
3: I had a video of it. I posted it. So um I'm pretty sure I, I must have sent it to Don't show. remember that.
1: I'll get it up. <laughs> we Happy Valentine's nice Day, um, but yeah, like roster size. I think is a big is a big difference. I think. You're right, you need to have the same, the main theme running through um, the show every week because I think otherwise things lose their value and lose their luster, right? Like, you want the Universal Championship feud to be on Raw every week. It doesn't necessarily have to be on like three or four segments every week like it has been. (laughs) Especially Uh, when it's. It be the
0: first segment and the last. Yeah, I think
1: you have it main event on Raw, you have it maybe opening. Although, sometimes I do prefer when Raw opens with a match, I've got to say. And it doesn't happen anymore, ever. But Sometimes in the back in the day, it used to. Um, like I used to go back and watch like 2001, 2002 episodes of Raw, and like Rob Van Dam would come out first or Jericho, and the crowd would be hot for that because they loved those guys. And it just starts the night off really well. And at the minute, it's kind of like, well, you've only got like three candidates to start off Raw, it's like Seth Rollins, Shane McMahon. Oh. Sometimes even Roman Reigns, who isn't even on Raw, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah,
3: it. it the, there also seems the gaps between matches are just too long as well. So we end up with like I think this week on Raw we had six matches, averaging two an hour, um, and it gets like. But you think back in episodes back in the day, a match would happen and go backstage to maybe a little clip. Then straight away, someone else will come out. And be a new match. Yeah. Whereas these days, there seems to be such a gap between. There seems to be like multiple back-to-back segments, and there's there's too many recap videos. So, yeah, and... this is
1: what I was going to mention. Is so this is my one, and it seems like a petty thing. This is perhaps the single biggest issue I have with WWE TV programming right now, is the amount of recaps, and it's crept in now. So that not just you have a break in a match, and the commentators go, "This is what happened. Let's take a look." People will come out for a promo and stand there and go, let's look at what happened last week on a screen to have it produced, like a really well-produced video, not knocking the quality of the video. As if the
3: superstars know how to use Movie
1: Maker. (laughs) But like, why do we have to see this?
3: And why do I have to see a recap of Super Showdown on Monday and also again on Tuesday, twice each show?
1: Guarantee we'll get again on Monday. And they'll put out to bed, I reckon, on Monday. I don't think they will.
3: But just like this, yeah, there's there's too much, too many of the things,
1: (laughs) too many of the things. We'll we'll be watching um, Shane McMahon tap out the Miz next week on Raw as a recap video, probably twice in the night. (laughs) Well,
3: yeah, it will be that will be the first thing that gets played on Raw while Shane is standing in the ring, ready for another twenty five minute. Promo.
1: <laughs> uh, promo, so he almost always manages to mess up.
3: To the point where people are loudly, audibly shouting boring at him. Like, you usually get the boring chants and stuff like that. There was a guy this week who was
1: just going, BORING! <laughs> like, the top of his voice.
3: <laughs> Multiple times. I mean, I like,
1: listen. We're being quite negative, and, and I think rightly so in a certain areas... Well, I hear that Shane. I hear Shane getting a lot of stick for this this current run that he's on, and and we were discussing it before we even came uh, on air. That um, on air that sounds weird. <laughs> um, that you know he's oh yeah, like we well you mentioned that he's been on every pay per view and he's been on SmackDown, and um, you know this position that he's now in is is a bit. It smells a bit of, you know, like, favouritism or not. But what I would say is that I don't actually mind this run. I don't mind this story. Um, and I think he's doing it... He's playing it really, really well. Um, this, this it just a... has to go somewhere. Like, that's yeah. that's all. That's all yeah. we ask, right? This it is has a to more interesting Shane
3: to me. And I tweeted out earlier while I was watching SmackDown. What is the comeuppance? What do we think... Where do we think this is
1: leading? Yeah, we'll we'll get it's thrown getting off so... something tall at he... SummerSlam or something.
3: He's getting so, like... Out of control And like Maniacal And egotistical And delusional And all that
1: shit Do you know what he should do? Try and take over The
3: company from his dad (laughs) But Would you remember uh, I think it was about 179 days ago Or something When we were told We were the authority We were told like No more authority storylines
0: Or (laughs) when they lied
3: to us (laughs) Yeah Um...
0: Which time? (laughs)
3: But yeah, from from what I'm seeing on Twitter and stuff this morning, the comeuppance for Shane will be him beating Kofi for the title, <laughs> which, <laughs> which I personally couldn't think of a worse
1: ending to this. Well, it won't be an ending. That won't be the ending. That's the thing. The I ending, think people I... will will look at it like that, and people will go off the rails if Shane was to win the WWE. Because I'd like
3: to think Shane would have enough pull and enough sense to be like, "No, I'm not doing that."
2: Yeah,
3: like because that would fucking suck for Kofi. Um, Bashane's won his last six matches in a row since WrestleMania.
1: No. One of them was against like Roman Reigns' his cousin, or something. Beat the Miz. He's beat three times.
3: Uh, him and Daniel Daniel Bryan, Elias, and Rowan beat the Usos and Roman Reigns. And then he beat the Miz. They beat Lance Anawai Then he beat Roman Reigns. And Then he beat the Miz. I mean, count the championships between them, Lance Anawai included. <laughs> and it's a lot.
1: Well, I mean, as I was saying, I don't really mind this. Like, it's, it's, it's a piss take, isn't it? It's, he's not the best in the world. He yeah. thinks he's the best in the world. He's going to rub it in everyone's face. He's now become delusional, whereby when he wasn't a heel, he was like, okay, yeah, I'm the best in the world, whatever, slightly embarrassed by it. Now it's like, no, oh, fuck it, I am the best in the world. Like, you're not. <laughs> You've become delusional because now you're a mega heel. And that's fine. Like, yeah, there's, not, there's not
3: many other superstars who want to get a role of, of form as he is right now. And if okay.
1: the if the idea, sorry, Matt, if the idea is to get people riled up and to get get heat for shame, then they're doing it perfectly. So I don't I don't think this is an area where you can really criticise them. I mean, you can you could say he's on too much. He's on both shows. The segments are too long. I would agree with that. Um, but you know they're trying to build up some heat for him, and I think they're doing it quite well.
3: Definitely, but the problem is he's the top heel. Who else are they really building heat for? That's the problem. Outside of you could argue Drew McIntyre, yeah, like, but who else are they built like Baron Corbin? But he's always had that kind of heat anyway. Because last
1: you know, you get a lot of heat by being up Lu Chow's pie.
3: I've t- to be honest the last group he should have gone after in storyline to be a minority after what he actually did. <laughs> 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 I don't know whose decision that was but they should be more aware do you know though Shane I found this great website earlier
1: yeah because you're using a website what, what website, website are, you look- are you looking at
3: it's just called like pro wrestling database um, the internet wrestling database and Shane McMahon in his career has had 102. These are all of these matches are, are televised. Uh, well, most of them would be anyway. 102 matches in his career, and 37 of them are on pay per view. That's a high. From when I was comparing to others, that's a high ratio percentage of the ones that are on pay per view.
1: Well, yeah, I, sense, you don't. You didn't generally get a, a Shane match on Raw or SmackDown back in the day, did you? No. But there were feuds that would culminate in a big match at one pay per view. Yeah,
3: this this, this website's really good. It's really it's, it's all up to date. Like when when I was checking it this morning, it was up to date with SmackDown's results and stuff like that. Um,
1: I bet Vince's record is like ninety nine percent pay per view, one percent on SmackDown that one time against Triple H. Do you want to check that? Yeah, I'd love to.
3: Vince McMahon,
1: check this website out, people. It's pretty cool.
3: He's had sixty two matches and nineteen of them on pay per view. Yeah, I would imagine you would have had a fair few amount a fair few on raw here. He's got one, two, three, four, what? five,
1: six. Six in a row
3: here from two thousand
1: and eight uh, seven to two thousand and eight. Ten. Yeah, I wasn't
3: watching. Yeah, he's got a lot of ECW ones. Um yeah, he has been all all over the shop.
1: Well there goes my uh <laughs> my knowledge. <laughs> um, Do you
3: know who's top um of the most amount of matches in this database? Kane. Okay. Jushin van der Liger. Sorry what? <laughs> yeah, it's always all all companies. All companies. It's like okay. a fucking shit ton. The the highest WWE performing uh, performer is, is Kane. Yeah. With one thousand seven hundred sixty-three.
2: Imagine wrestling that many. Only
3: eight hundred behind Jushin Thunder Liger, <laughs> and he, that's eighteen on the list. Number twenty-one is Cesaro, and twenty-two is The Big Show.
1: Cesaro.
3: Twenty-six is Chris Jericho. Twenty-nine is Barbara Dudley. But so you're telling me that they're all Japanese?
1: You're telling me that in all companies. Cesaro has had more wrestling matches Than Chris Jericho Televised wrestling matches And than the Chris Big Show Jericho. Yeah. I can understand the Big Show Big Show's had multiple injury layoffs and stuff It's like Triple
3: H John Cena Randy Orton Seth Rollins Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins is quite hard on the list But um, yeah Anyone you can think of Who isn't Kane And has wrestled in the WWE Apart from Jushin Funderland I get like that one time um,
1: Yeah Yeah that one time Against Tyler Breeze <laughs> Uh, that's weird. It's Cesaro being higher. Oh, that's cool. What's the website for people who want to look at it? Uh,
3: www.profightdb.com. But yeah, if you just search, I just searched wrestling t- statistics because I wanted to see when the last time Bray Wyatt wrestled was. Alright. The last time Bray Wyatt wrestled was in was on August the. is near my birthday. It was around August the 16th. And. Um, No, it was August August the 13th, so it's been almost 10 months tomorrow since we last saw him wrestle a match. Which was what? Um, It was against... well, With Matt Hardy? On Raw, anyway. They lost to Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. But he did have a match at Starrcade against Baron Corbin in November. But I don't
1: care. (laughs) Nobody knows about that. Um, Okay, so, Matt, any more... Negative points that you wanted deal? to raise? Well, I was going to see. I was going to mention that. You uh, want
0: one on negative? Yeah.
1: Why? Uh, yeah, they,
0: I mean the titles are worth shit all
3: now. I think Not some of them are the twenty four, seven one. I think some of them are. There.
1: Some of them aren't. I think, but like Universal one and the WWE title, I guess you could argue, both still seem to hold some sort of uh, value. Um, but yeah the tag IC team. title for instance right, tag team. Uh, the tag team titles Yeah, I've been really disappointed in the IC title so far with Finn Balor's reign because like it just doesn't like, Finn Balor seems like a really good fit for that title and a feud against Andrade seems like a really good fit for that title and for Finn but for some reason it's just not really working and I
3: don't really know whose fault that is Saudi Arabia's Because they had to Crowbar it into this They had to rush it Into this show Make Finn Balor The demon make, for some reason Make him the demon Even though he yeah. wouldn't Be the demon Against Brock Lesnar For the fucking Universal title Yeah David, um, Yeah they had to rush it Now we've got Stomping grounds The week after next Yeah Next week at a Go home show Go home shows For stomping grounds Yep um, Andrade Wasn't able to be there This week Because um, his mum
0: died
2: Unfortunately
0: um, so yeah, did anyone else see that uh, Finn Balor was lucky not to get shot and hung whilst being in Saudi Arabia?
1: Is that for posting something about gay pride?
3: Yeah, well, he was wearing an equality t shirt, yeah, in the arena,
1: posted a picture with it.
3: That bastard, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think. Essentially, you could you can all pin this down to the fact that they just shouldn't be running shows in Saudi Arabia.
0: Well, yeah, no, they shouldn't. But I'm surprised that he got away with that.
1: Well, I guess he it was brave. He took it upon himself to do that, and you know, fair play to the lad. He literally put it upon himself. Oh
0: no, I've got I've got nothing against him putting it out there. I just I just think risky move. <laughs> Very risky and could have been shot.
1: <laughs> I think. I think it would have been like an international incident if Finn Balor had been shot for um, posting that. But I see. I see the point.
3: I don't think Saudi Arabia are shy of international incidents.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't think they'll be like. Well, he just went missing. <laughs> yeah. So he but went he, on a walk. He went into Go that embassy and he, he just, just never came out. In the American <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess you just pinned that all down to the fact that it shouldn't, just don't be running shows in Saudi Arabia, man.
3: You need to be careful around Vince, though, because it won't be long before he wants to start billing him from gay county Wicklow Island. No. (laughs) Gay. (laughs)
1: For fuck's sake. (laughs) Um, Never mind. Can we we redo that? I'll (laughs) edit it in. No, no, we can't. Um, Yeah, I think I don't know, I think Finn Balor obviously has a good message to get out there, and I like I like how often, how frequent, and how brave he is in doing it. So, you know, crack on, mate. Made a point of in his WrestleMania entrance last year. Did, yep. So, um positive spin, Bray Wyatt stuff. I mean, I go through weeks where I think, and oh, that was really good, I'm really interested, and then I go through another week and I think, ugh, this is a bit shit. Like, last week's one, it was weird as fuck. The uh, the muscle man dance
3: one. Loved it.
1: Did yeah. you
0: Vince, Vince he, so didn't see that one.
3: Evil fucking Vince Puppet. You didn't see it. No,
1: Vince didn't, he was yeah. saying. Oh Definitely Vince
0: didn't see that one. Oh right, yeah. These have been pulled this week of
1: the ad. Yeah. But I like I get yeah, the Vince Puppet was great, like it was funny. But like Come on man, does Bray Wyatt really need to be doing a muscle man dance? I think it's it...
3: Is a parody.
1: Like Of what?
3: It will be a parody of things that he would even must I mean, have
1: been told by Vince at some point. To lose yeah, weight. I think lose weight, get pull in up, shape. Pull up your pants and do the muscle man dance. Yeah.
3: Like like
0: like It should be the way you are. This should be what you're doing.
3: The way the what we were talking about before we went on air Um was how each of these characters is in an actuality an ex- uh, a portrayal of Bray Wyatt throughout his career and yeah. things he must have heard about himself yeah. so um, oh he's just a cheap rip off of Waylon, Waylon Mercy oh he's just rambling in his promos mm. are we going to stick him in Sister Abigail yeah. put him in a headdress now we've got Vince say uh, and then we've got Husky the the pig boy yeah or, or Huskus. Huskus the pig boy um, and yeah terms of to- I'm gonna lose weight and do something about your life because yeah. it obviously didn't work out very well for him as Hasky like Harris. So Yeah, I think it's all it's it's all just a it's a, a parody. Um had a, had Who a deeper will you first deeper I have literally no idea. I'd love to it. so this is, this is, so yeah, this is what out. I'm getting to. Like
1: Firstly, I imagine he'll be a heel, but there's no way he's gonna get booed. Also what brand is he on? What brand is he on? Because <laughs> yeah. he, he appears on both shows. Uh, and so, a second, my sec- my second point is, do you feel like, and this is probably more of an indication of how like society is these days, but oh, are any of us getting impatient with this, like wanting to see a bit more progression, like we we essentially got a character reveal with the 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 mask and you know the creepy shit, um, and we Seemed. haven't really seen it since.
3: No, well, we've we've been getting um, more and more frequent. Like since that happened, we've been getting um, little cuts and flashes, hmm. like of weird, kind of diminished stuff. Because I remember when we were talking about probably about a month ago, or, or it might have been actually the week that it happened. How we said, yeah, it was really cool and creepy and scary and stuff. But I want next week's episode to just him come out normal. And that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. We've guess. got since, but just it has been slightly more undertones
1: of this creepy bastard so we haven't seen so much of the voices in his head like we did at the very beginning the uh, hurt and harm yeah like that i know that when he grabbed rambling rabbit by the throat or whatever he did it, it was with his blood. um so there was that but like for the first like maybe three episodes he had we had this thing where he would like you could hear the voices in his head like telling him stuff and then he would just snap out of it, you know? Um. You know how
3: uh, WWE have been in top form in the last year or so with their t-shirts? Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yowie wowie. Get your hashtag Rabbit Jam t-shirt at www.shop.com. Oh, and it's just a black t-shirt. Oh, I with,
0: literally with a saw that promo down. and then I saw an advert for that after it. <laughs>
1: Who in oh, their right who is, mind? Who, is who in the blue hell is buying that? But um, what
3: I was going to say is, I've been—I was reading through some of his tweets lately, and they've been kind of interesting. There he was
1: one he did today, or it might be yesterday. Yeah,
3: I want to make you smile. That's I'm glad nice. I have, but please don't be silly enough to forget what I can do when I want to. Will you all learn to never doubt me? What we do from now on will change everything. I promise. I've had too much time to think. No mistakes. And then he did another one, saying, too much time with too many critics rambling on about what I'm capable of. You'll see, this time it's different. I'm not afraid anymore. I have Fiend now, and Fiend is ready. Yowie Wowie, I'll pray for you. Kiss hug, kiss hug. Bray. Have you seen how
1: he's a. Libre, sorry. Ah. Have you seen how um, he. He's been tweet- he has been—he was tweeting out apologies to certain people recently. Like Williams
3: and Reigns in yeah. Jericho.
1: Did you see that Bubba Ray, or Bully Ray now, as you want to call him, um, replied to that-, that particular tweet that you sent out, saying, since you've been throwing out apologies lately, how about one for your old buddy Bubba, who you were abruptly eliminated from the 2015 Royal Rumble in Philly? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Bray responded, saying, I would. you hurt my feelings and then posted a screenshot of a news article of Bully Ray takes shot of WWE over the latest Firefly Funhouse segment Um, so yeah it's it's weird Bray's being active on Twitter where he hasn't really ever been before it's in character I guess slightly but maybe not in the same way that like the character we see on the Firefly Funhouse is it's all a bit strange which I guess is good But like, where 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 we heading?
3: It's it's kind of um, same way as what we're getting in the segments. It's like unsettling. Also, I miss at Matt Hardy brand, and I don't care who knows it. Or um, yeah. Also, I am Jericho. If you see Roman Reigns or Rollins, tell them I'm waiting for their reply anxiously. It's hard for me. I'm pretty much worried sick about them. Just like so over the top nice. Um, Yeah, it's hard
0: winning the title or is he
1: just going to be another mid-card? I can't see him winning the title again anytime soon. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I
0: could see him going in against Kofi. I
1: think maybe the most likely would be Finn Balor. I don't know. But then we had that before, didn't we?
3: Yeah, and we've had him and Rollins does Corbin win the title he takes it off Corbin does he go for Lesnar
1: well I don't think he can be um, a face if I'm honest I think he will be cheered regardless I can't think I don't think his character can be a face right mm, no
3: no um, there, there'll there have to be a proper proper dark sinister turn to make you tro- uh, dislike him yeah, um, but yeah, I don't think you get, enough... I don't
1: think people, Even if there was, I don't think people would dislike him. I think you could you could get away with obviously being a heel character who gets cheered by the fans because you know the way of the world. That's the way of the world. Um, but I don't think you could make the fans boo him or get him heel heat.
3: No, I mean it's got to the point now where when they put up the graphic to save. Firefly Funhouse new episode later tonight it gets probably the second biggest pop of the night behind Burn It Down yeah that's
1: true that's true Um, and that's just that's an audience participation thing anyway so yeah yeah. basically it's really interesting and this this is what WWE have done well an example of one thing at least they've done really really well it's intrigued people it's got people talking people are trying to figure out what the hell is going to happen uh, and hopefully, because I've not seen anything from any of the spoiler websites that say Bray Wyatt's new character to do this or this to happen. This is when Bray's going to be returning to in-ring. I haven't seen any of that with him. So hopefully everything they do from now on will be a bit of a surprise. No one, no one's ever said like Bray Wyatt's new character to smash up a rabbit on this week's Firefly funnels.
3: Yeah. All, all I will say is I'm really glad
1: that he's our friend.
3: <laughs> fuck's sake. And I think this is a friendship that will never, ever end. Okay. Nice to know. I can't tell you how much I, I love that theme song and how often it gets stuck in my head. I will tell you, it's multiple times a week.
1: <laughs> oh, dear. Um, right. Positive spins on stuff. Any that we've got to add or is Bray Wyatt where it ends?
3: One thing I was glad about... Um. And it was actually based around a logical decision.
1: Illogical or logical? A
3: logical decision. I... Last week...
1: um, They're rare and hard to come by.
3: Yes. Which is why it's kind of (laughs) pleased me so much. Because last week... um, uh, The revival helped Shane McMahon beat up Roman Reigns. Multiple times. And I put out a tweet and said... Well, surely, as a return favour, Shane will give them a tag team title match. And please, for the love of God, they should win. Mm. And then they got a tag title match. It wasn't the match that was advertised. It was just meant to be a one-on-one tag team match. Mm. That makes sense. Um, We got a better match with the Usos in, with a logical decision of the Usos beat the Revival at Super Showdown. So they should get the shot. So they both get the shot. And now we have new tag team champs who will hopefully appear on Raw... More than once a month.
1: Yeah, you'd be surprised.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if, if the Revival... The Revival, they're the kind of guys who could side themselves with Shane.
1: I think so. Are we, do we think we're seeing some sort of faction forming? I feel like we've been in the position a lot, like over the last couple of years at least, whereby things sort of... People end up coming together over rivalries, and they never really become an official group yeah they just help
3: each other out I oh,
1: lot. Corbin, Lashley Corbin, and,
3: McIntyre. and McIntyre McIntyre yeah. can't they never let him do anything on his own yeah he came in as Ziggler's heater and that went away then he teamed with Corbin and Lashley and that went away then he did a little thing on his own but then he teamed with Corbin and Lashley again And
1: now he's been Shane's heater well he teamed with, with Ziggler and Strowman as well at one point just,
3: uh, yeah that was the, the dogs of war yeah or whatever they were yeah I think that was it
1: yeah, yeah. um and, you know, you just like, do we think that we're onto something maybe with this, or is this just another example of a, a bunch of heels with a common goal, taking down a few certain people, and then once that's sorted, they'll just go their separate ways? Probably more likely than that. Because I, th- I think they could really do with a good faction. Headed up, boys. have been by saying chains. that for years. We're missing, we're missing look factions.
0: At what, I know I've babbled on about him all the time, but look what the Undisputed Era do down in NXT.
1: Yeah. I mean it would be different in WWE with 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 a faction formed by Shane because like Adam Cole is now, you know, NXT champion. I know I know we've discussed that maybe Shane might actually become WWE champion, but it would be less believable. But like he could be the the leader cuz let's face it he has corporate sway, Adam Cole doesn't. Yeah. If but, you're a heel, why would you not want to
3: be on Shane's Exactly. Team? You
1: want to be on Shane's side because he could be you'd be do you a favor. Like you help him You be in his faction, he'll do you a favor. And I'm not against a heel faction, like, dominating like they used to and winning loads of titles and people getting really pissed off and mad and then the faces have something to chase and something for the crowd to want and therefore want to cheer for them for, you know? Like, should Shane win the WWE title, whoever takes it off of him, people are going to want that. People are going to cheer for that. You know? And like, say it ain't Shane, say it's Drew McIntyre. Maybe Drew McIntyre wins the Universal title. I know people would like that because Drew's a great talent and people would feel like he would deserve it. But if he's part of this Shane group and he's getting given the title because, you know, Shane helps him win or other people in the group help him win, people are going to want to see Seth Rollins win it back or people are going to want to see Roman Reigns win it back or whoever it might be. Um, maybe not Roman Reigns actually AJ, <laughs> Styles yeah. AJ Styles there you go forgot about him he's been injured hasn't he um, you know people are going to want to see that so that's good so you've automatically got a storyline for almost everyone in that group like you can have Elias go for the Intercontinental title win the Intercontinental title because Shane and Drew and everybody else help him win you've got the Revival winning the tag team titles you've got Drew and Shane if you need both of them maybe they can both win it universal with a ww towel you never know there's a whole faction there you could form you could probably even add kevin and Sammy to that and have them involved somewhere um baron corbin maybe i don't know whether that would work maybe he would end up not maybe fitting into that but you know you would have them as their main group of heels on both raw and smackdown because now we've got this wild card rule in full effect that faction can be on both shows you
3: even chuck like mandy rosen's on your deville or something some
1: women in there
0: yeah, yeah. okay it's a bliss
3: just can't think of anyone better for a authority stable than Charlotte. Yeah, exactly. Um, she fits right in
1: there.
0: How good would that be like, for that faction to have every single tile? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's not what
3: Evolution did back in the day.
1: Exactly. And, uh, but I know we've talked about rehashing storylines and criticised that. and I don't want to be a hypocrite and say, let's just do that. But this is an example of one that you can rehash and make different because you've got a completely different set of people.
3: Yeah, and we have got a different environment. We got cross-branded, got a larger group. We have the uh, one of the owners of the company as part of the group, rather than just Triple H or Ric Flair. Yeah. Um, but with the Wild
1: Card rule, though, technically Ric Flair was a uh, part owner of the company at one point. <laughs> yeah, not at <out> the
3: time. <laughs> um, with the Wild Card rule, do we think it would have been better if? Only the champions were allowed to show on both brands.
1: Yeah, probably. It's 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 a massive it contributes massively to the confusion and the lack of continuity and the, you know, just seeing the same in fact the opposite as well, lack of continuity and too much continuity where you just see the same people on the same things at the same since time. The, um, oh, since the um since the
3: wildcard rule has been in full effect. Um, up until this week, Roman Reigns has been on every show. Yeah. As, well as Miz.
1: Yeah. Roman Reigns wasn't on either show this week, was he?
3: No. Could be awkward.
1: Bizarre. miz
3: Um, yeah, so, I think it would have been better that way. Then it, you've still got the problem of an IC champion maybe feuding with someone on Raw and SmackDown simultaneously. mm The bigger problem I see, or a a big problem I see at the moment, is can you tell me, can you list to me five, maybe even three, women's tag teams?
1: No, no I can't. Uh, Unless you want to say...
0: I can't name you one other than... The Iconics. The Iconics.
1: I guess you could say Mandy and and Sonia and the Kabuki Warriors.
3: But is that enough to warrant... A, division. a tag team division. No. I mean, I mean, you... they they seem to plant all their hopes on guys like Nia Jackson, Tamina. Nia Jax when and had double knee surgery. Yeah. Ruby Riot, Sasha Banks and Bailey, and they've both been split and on separate brands now. And um, just in Riot separate squad. countries all the, time. the Riot Squad. Well,
1: um, Ruby Riot is injured, and Sarah Logan's still on Raw, right? Yeah. And so yeah. they, I imagine, they'd just carry on as a team.
3: Well, there were talks of Liv Morgan. Eh, not Liv Morgan. Um, Sarah Logan joining the
1: war Viking Viking, Viking experience war raiders shit whatever it is
3: um seeing that she's married to one of them and they're all they're all are all legit Vikings um but well, they're not so at least give them something that you know that she might be alright um yeah, Liv Morgan. Just don't I speak. She had a dark match this week, her first one yeah. Bloody she's hell! Been, she's been on uh, house shows this week for the first time, and then yeah, had a dark match against Ember Moon, mm. who also hasn't been used. But, yeah, yeah. Um, she seems to just sit backstage and read a lot. Yeah. Like the, and segment, then the segments when she's with Natalia uh, who's not been used. Mandy a lot. Rose, Mandy Rose and Sonia Deville, very much like high school bully things. There's a bit. Like we, what we got to say when her magazine first came out, she was sitting backstage reading the book. They came up to her gave her a magazine, like, hey, you're such a loser reading the book. Who reads <laughs> these days? Go and look Here, a read a magazine. magazine. <laughs> <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs>
1: yeah, look at some pictures.
3: Um, so, yeah, it's just like, the whole women's division in general, I think, is fucked right now.
1: I mean, parts of it are, parts of it aren't. I'm enjoying the Lacey Evans stuff. I know a lot. She gets a lot of hate from people.
0: It's all very confusing. Is it though? I like, I really like her. I like Lacey Evans. I actually hope she wins.
1: I don't have it's a problem with Lacey real. Evans.
3: It was last week we got Lacey Evans and Charlotte on a weird shitty match on Raw for no real reason. And shitty? It was weird. It was It, it was, was a bit like brawly, it was wasn't really, it? It was really clunky and kind yeah. of like half shoot. I quite liked it. <laughs> um, but it, it just didn't translate very well for me, but... Like the week previous, like we had Charlotte turning on Lacey or whatever, and they both kind of attacked each other. But they're both heels, so why should we really care? And Charlotte's disappeared, and is is she going to be added in a triple threat? Do we want to see Charlotte and Becky again? I like we need we need to use other other women.
1: So I think that's what they've tried to do with Lacey. Um, I think the the links with Charlotte will eventually go away. But like, Charlotte's in a weird position now whereby I think people are fed up of seeing her in title matches. And I get that. Like We had the same situation with you know John Cena. We had the same situation with Roman Reigns. Like People are fed up of seeing Charlotte be in and win title matches, which is fine for a bit. Um, not disputing the fact that she is the best women's wrestler on the roster, so probably deserves to be in those title matches. But um, it's not even close, you know, that's by the by. But I think um the Lacey Evans stuff is something that they they consciously may try to make a, a star out of someone that you probably weren't expecting to be made a star out of um and, you,
3: go back to our episode in November where I said she'll be
1: the one just break bad, bad out of all six. those options I'm still not convinced you actually said that but definitely you just know me that me. no one's gonna go back and listen to
2: it <laughs> I will you know I'm I'm I don't
3: sure. have a lot of I'm
1: sure you will you
3: know I have a lot of free time
1: um but yeah, like they've, that's what they've tried to do. And unfortunately, not in these quarters, I think we're all quite favourable with it, but it seems to get a lot of hate. People say she's too green, like she's she's not good enough in the ring. Uh, she has too much screen time. Well, I think they've got it just right with her, if I'm honest.
0: I think they've both done really well.
3: No, I've always liked Lacey Evans. She's always been a very strong character, pretty decent in the ring. Um she does a great soul, Very good moonsoul. Cut angle esque. Angle
1: esque, yeah. I'd say it's better than Charlotte's. Um definitely better than Leah's. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, Leah.
3: Um Yeah, I don't know. That's just when you think of the amount of women that they're not that are not being used, we finally got to see the iconics this week against fucking nobody. Yep. Oh I like yeah, but they did the same thing. They did that exact same thing
0: about a month ago. Yeah, but no, I like that. They and that was probably the last time random... saw
1: uh, yeah saw them. I'm assuming that this is building towards them losing the titles to the Kabuki Warriors or something. Not that we've seen the Kabuki Warriors. But like, they're, they're basically, they're defending their titles against nobody's. And eventually when they come up against a real team, they'll probably fall short and lose.
3: You would imagine so. Was that like how that you build involve... like a decent
1: tag team? Probably not, but <laughs> yeah,
3: involve having the fucking kabuki warriors having to show up.
1: Uh, yeah, and actually be on TV. I can't believe that we got to this stage of Kyrie Sane being called up and I've been massively disappointed. I fucking love Kyrie Sane. Like I literally can't get enough of her. But yeah. <laughs> like she's just not been used. I know. And this is Two as- matches? Is that two matches that she's had on SmackDown since she joined? And Maybe three.
3: Asuka as well. Former rumble winner. Tag, uh, Smackdown Women's Champion
1: Undefeated for like um, a year
3: just fucking no to be. Do you reckon it's just because Paige possible. has been busy? And they're going, oh we can't have Paige so we can't have the Kabuki Warriors
1: Page, there was no need for Paige to be their manager anyway That doesn't even make any sense
3: Kairi Sane has had three matches
1: A couple of tag teams and one singles, right? She had
3: Eight-woman tag on her debut. Oh, yeah, that was it. It wasn't even a singles match. Um, singles match the following week against Peyton Royce. Yeah. I just had four matches, sorry. Um, One with Asuka against Jay Lee and Queen Aminata.
1: <laughs> so what?
3: And then last one was on May 14th, so almost was exactly a month ago, versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Yeah. She hasn't lost any yet, so there's that. But it's hard to lose when you don't fucking wrestle. <laughs>
1: It's not her fault. No, it's not her fault at all. Um, so, yeah, there's that. So, I think we'll probably wrap this up fairly soon because we're going a bit negative and, you know, I don't like to be too negative. Well, but we've you raised a you few positive we things. On a positive. Well, so what I was going to do was go up to each of you. Matt, I'm going to start with you. Matt, give me... Oh,
0: fucking hell. Why don't I have to be
1: positive? <laughs> you don't have to be positive. This is slightly different. But I want you to give okay. me... Three members of the roster, and it can be yeah. it can be a team if you, if you want one to take up one slot. Um, who you feel are being the most misused or underutilized, and why? Um,
0: <laughs> Alistair Black. Okay. Just because I think they used him. heavily before WrestleMania and then not not at all after they're
3: now giving him a
0: break for the 100
3: shows in 100 days he would have had to work
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) who haven't I seen I would go with Ember Moon Yeah. I just feel that they haven't done anything with her. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, she was
3: in the ladder match, wasn't she?
1: She was, yeah. It's
2: the
3: last real... thing.
1: <laughs> last thing she did. Apart from Scream.
0: She does that a lot. Um, oh. I would say... Oh. I would like to say Sammy and Kevin, but they've only just come back from injury, so you can't really.
3: And they've been featured almost every week.
0: Um. Daniel Bryan. Feels slightly he's wasted in here. the role he's in? Yeah, wasted. Completely wasted in the role he's in.
1: I would agree with that, I think at least if you're going to play that role you need to be on every week or at least every other week
0: <laughs> yeah
1: um, okay yeah I'd agree with that Aiden, I'm going to ask you the same question you can't repeat though no repeat. I still don't know
3: why we're booing him um, because
1: he's the planet's hypocrite
3: I'm, oh, I'm really annoyed you picked Daniel Bryan because the whole entire time I was going to go Daniel Bryan Daniel Bryan Daniel Bryan <laughs> Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan. <laughs>
1: well you're going to pick mine so I'm going to pick yours yeah no you're going to say the ones that I want to say um, so what pe- people who are,
3: are not utilised being, or not misused um...
1: The most in your eyes apart from the ones I'm at it what? I just think this would be so much of a struggle for <laughs> both of you
3: <laughs> well, it's hard because I'm trying to think of who I really want to be used better and arguments for why they're not currently being used well like, I, I would for example would love to see Andrade being used more but okay, he's one. been used a fair amount yeah,
1: but he, is he being misused
3: he's not I wouldn't say he's being misused but I don't think he's being used as well
1: there he goes <laughs> so he's, so he's being misused
3: he's not, he's not being like, when, when I think of misused I think of like
1: treated badly yeah no, I'm not saying that I'm just saying underutilised or not in the position that you feel that you they should be
3: in. yeah I'll go with on day to begin with um I think it's easy to say someone like Chad Gable from a pure in-ring perspective, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to go with Buddy Murphy. Right. There's no way Buddy Murphy is being used the way that he should be.
0: For for a second there, I thought you were going to say no way Jose. (laughs) 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 For a split second, when you were bent.
3: There's no way! <laughs> I nearly wore that t shirt the other day while I was doing the washing.
1: Oh, Jesus. Um... I don't even know where my Bailey one is. I haven't Hi. seen it. I think it's at the bottom of the wash bin.
3: Matt, you're hearing this. <laughs> how,
0: how, have you, on them,
3: right? how have you not seen it? You can see it from a fucking mile. I'm all
1: one more. One more.
3: Uh, one more. Um, who's the I think Mustafa
1: Okay, interesting.
3: Yeah, just, it's all Smackdown guys, to be fair. Um, all prob- they're probably three of the top-tier performers in-ring. Yeah. Um, Stafford Alley all-round has got it. Andrade obviously has the English barrier. But it's not a he's, he's learning. Like, he's, like, he's doing well. And Buddy Murphy It's just mental in-ring.
1: Mental in the ring.
3: So, if I can give you some more of them.
1: Okay, well, good job. I'm gonna go with firstly Samoa Joe. I think um now I get that he's US champion.
0: Samoa Joe, god damn it, yeah. Why well, didn't I say Samoa
1: Joe? <laughs> I think I, I get that he's US champion. He's just had this little feud with Ray and whatever. Um but he should be he should be well up the card if I'm honest. Um He'd be a good foil for Seth. Yeah. He'd be a brilliant feud for anybody any face champion and you know
3: how he loves going off the families I
1: he? think it'd be a great feud he'd for Kofi. he could just beat up Becky Lynch yeah well, at, least, <laughs> at least
3: he can bring her up because now you, you know Becky
1: Lynch but yeah Matt great point we don't know Ray's family brilliant brilliant potential rival for Kofi Kingston I think that would be a, a fantastic rivalry um, my second one you use the wild card rule it'll be in full effect <laughs> my second one um... well it was going to be Buddy Murphy but he, he used that one I'm actually going to go with Elias, um, because now I don't mind so much that he's involved in this little group with Shane. That's great. I just feel like he's he's performing and and being booked like a little bit of a lackey. I like a lackey, but like a jobber. I mean, he got yeah, easily got, beat by Miz Smith You man, Miz in about three minutes. Um, you know, it he, he just doesn't. Like, he got pinned under the ring by truth. And he should never have been involved in that in that twenty four seven because he's above that. I think. Um, so know, like just,
3: if, if they were really looking for heat um, for someone in Shane's group to win a title you should have beat Finn Balor
1: yeah exactly that's what I mean and yeah. he should be in that position in that IC title even, even if he's not champion he should be in that picture you know because um, he was before wasn't he Didn't he, he wrestled Seth Rollins for it and Seth had to like pull the tights to pin him or whatever yeah. um, and that just yeah that that seems like where he should, be, where he would naturally fit, and he just hasn't ever really got back anywhere near that stage. Um, I was well, he, like he being... went
3: in in the kind of in between phase where he was such, like, such a big act, like he had this kind of thing at WrestleMania and all that yeah, kind of stuff. He went for that stage, that where he just didn't
1: wrestle; he just p- performed instead. If you
3: then go what would I guess be perceived as a step down to the IC title Yeah. Um, after having a thing at WrestleMania with John Cena then I don't think that is a step down Like it wasn't like he was in a title match no I know I, I don't necessarily think it is a step down either but I can see why you might want to I don't know just steer clear of it for a bit
1: um, the last one I think for me there's a couple of options but I think I'm probably going to go with Braun Strowman Just because I feel like they could have done and should have done so much more with him. Like the guy is massive. The guy is good in ring for someone his size, Um, and the crowd seem to still be behind him. Crowd love him. He can talk. He can talk, like to to an extent. Um, Except he always just talks at the (laughs) microphone too close to 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 the microphone. He's got a catchphrase, which always helps. Um, that people can get involved in as well. So, that, again, big plus.
3: Even if he didn't, he could just go brawn and put his
1: arms up. Yeah. It just seems like he's always sort of on the periphery a little bit. Like, I know he had he had a brief rivalry with Brock, where Corbin cost him the title. Um, but, like, surely if you're Braun Strowman, not, you're not arm-wrestling Bobby Lashley on an episode of Raw one week. And then, you know, putting Sami Zayn in a dumpster. You're running through the competition on your way to being champion, you know? Like, that's what Braun Strowman should be doing. Uh, I don't care if the champion is a face or a heel. Braun Strowman should be wanting that title because he's never fucking won it.
3: It's like um, they go, "Yep, yeah, all right, Braun's our guy, let's go. And then a couple of weeks before they go, uh, actually, no,
0: no. So that's you know who's massively been... Underused since he arrived.
1: Rusev. Rusev. I was you're gonna say Rusev. So my you next said. one my next one's gonna be Shinsuke and Rusev, um just because, you know, I think it's fairly evident why. Um do we think this is a here's a question. Do we think Rusev will still be in WWE in a year's time? <laughs> no. I don't know how long his contract is. He just
3: seemed constantly unhappy for the last few years. Yeah. Um, yeah, but
0: if you were him, I would be.
3: I mean, I, mean, I'm, I if, if I
0: was married to Lana, I
1: would be Lana. unhappy. <laughs> well, I'd be unhappy if she was talking. Well, yeah.
3: Um, yeah, I don't know about Rusev. It, I can't picture him on the Indies. I don't know why. This is just, this is just something, I feel like he's, su- he's very well suited to WWE. Mm. But. Um, maybe they're just not suited to him. Maybe. Maybe if he was American, might be different. <laughs> Maybe. Um, well, two two guys who I think are, are, are underutilized, who I only want to bring up to get to my next point, are Gallows and Anderson.
1: Well, yeah, they're not they're not underutilized. They're just this is not, not utilized. utilized. <laughs>
3: um, Gallows Gallows was um, eliminated very. Uh, Anderson, sorry, was eliminated within about five to ten seconds of the battle roll. Yeah. EC3 was eliminated straight off the bat, like within two seconds. Um, but yeah, Gallows and Still Anderson, booking. the reason I'm bringing them up is because have we seen that for the um, Japan tour that's coming up for WWE, uh, yeah, I have seen this. Gallows and Anderson will be teaming up with AJ Styles and Triple H <laughs> against yeah. a bunch of guys. I, it doesn't bother me too much because Triple H is like, cool dad, and he had the whole hand sign thing and stuff. But why not just put fucking Finn Balor in, man? <laughs> He's not even going to be on TV and stuff, so they never have to mention it.
1: I love the you that Triple H is like, cool dad.
3: <laughs> but he is, isn't he? He's the American dad it's He's like
1: three years older than AJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, know, I see what you mean. Well, yeah, right. They're all called dads. Why can't you put them? Well, that's true. Why Maybe that's why just...
3: Triple H is in and Bray's not, uh, Bray, uh, Finn's not because he's not a dad. Because Finn's
1: not a dad. But he's certainly not called cool dad. Um, Yeah, I do get your point. There must be a reason why they're not. Finn. probably in a match against I don't know, fucking Shinsuke. Actually, I think Shinsuke might be in that match.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, it's McIntyre, Lashley, Elias and probably Corbin. Oh, no,
1: okay. Well maybe Finn Vas just in case, like being in Japan.
3: Maybe. Um The only the uh, last last thing I've got to bring up really before we go, and it's kind of related to Finn, is uh Matt, have you seen the video of Finn Balor drunk in Madrid?
0: Yes, I have, it is
2: hilarious.
1: <laughs> he was fucking smashed. Oh, that's a nice way to end. It was just like this is my girlfriend! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: she was like shut the fuck up up." you know what that
1: reminded me of it was a bit more less low key I guess it reminded me of Dean Ambrose at the Hall of Fame when Renee interviewed him (laughs) when he had the sunglasses he was like oh I'm I'm all lubed up (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh I miss Dean Ambrose uh,
3: good old Moxley uh,
1: anyway right but it seems like it gives a place to end the uh, end the chat Um, thank you for your inputs guys put you on the spot a couple of times there you know, you're ready to challenge.
3: Um, I can adjust on the fly.
0: I can do anything.
1: Um,
0: and I can be negative 24
1: <laughs> 7. You should be the negative 24 7 champion.
0: Maybe belt, I'll wear it.
1: <laughs> Rather than being pinned, you just have to, like, sigh at someone. <laughs> just, <sighs> fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, you have been listening to the People's Wrestling podcast. At the end
3: of every match, I've just be like, oh shit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: You've been listening to the People's Wrestling podcast. Usually we're more positive than this, but you know what? Fuck it. We can be negative sometimes. Um, please remember to follow us on social media if you don't already at the underscore PWP on Twitter. Um, don't bother with the Instagram. You know, just interact with us. But not like fucking. What's her name? What's her name? Tell us a fucking witch something.
3: Oh, well. The who have we been blocked by? Yeah. No idea what her name was. I didn't look. Oh, we've
1: been blocked, have
2: we? Oh, yeah.
3: It was the Witch Militia.
1: The Witch Militia. If you're listening, Witch Militia, which I don't think you will be, but just in case you are, you are a Class A prat. Oh, That's about as hardcore as my insults get.
3: Also, Roman Reigns is shit. No, 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 he's not. He's not,
1: but...
0: She's a mojo.
1: She is a mojo. She's a proper, proper mojo. Um, She told you to get herpes in your eye, specifically today, when she tweeted it.
3: It was because I said, have a nice day. So she said, get herpes in your eyes today. To which I said, well, I'm sure you've got loads to go around, so come over and give it to me.
1: (laughs) At which point... Then we got blocked. You were properly blocked. (laughs) I say you, it was us, it was our joint
3: account she'll never know which one of
1: us it was yeah that's true but it was me Aston <laughs> the good news is Matt and I can well you actually as well we can all still individually tweet that. so oh yeah we can oh, yeah <laughs> um, hang on what I'm just reading some breaking news that I don't think is actually right never mind never mind I'm not going to raise that one <laughs> see if it comes true um, yeah. oh what a cliffhanger <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah please Fuck it. Follow us on Twitter. Do stuff but don't, <laughs> but don't be mean because that wasn't very nice of which militia.
3: Well, it was kind of interesting for a while. It's my
1: first. I'm
0: first I mean, going to be mean. Be mean to
1: me. Yeah, be mean to Matt. Pick on someone your own size. Um, I don't know. She's probably more close to Aiden's size. I'm not sure. But, yep. Yeah, you have been listening to PWP and hopefully actually No, yep. Yeah, I should be still here. Hopefully. Well, we'll see you next week.